0: It's no secret that investing in retirement is vastly different than investing while you're working. When we come back, we've got some tips on what you can do if you're near or in retirement to help you maximize your retirement dollars.
1: This could be what financial experts sound like to you. If so, then let's bring in the decoder. Welcome to Decoding Wall Street with Robert Kuhn. If you
0: own assets that
1: move in the same direction always. Do you really have an investment plan? Robert is your financial decoder, your financial talk translator. Don't be emotional about money. It's funny.
0: You only hear that statement from people managing other people's money.
1: Straight talk concerning finances and a common sense approach to building your retirement plan.
0: Upside potential with protection from stock market volatility and stock market-based losses. It's all here.
1: Decoding
2: Wall Wall Street. Hey, welcome in, everybody. This is Decoding Wall Street with Robert Kuhn. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Robert is managing partner at Kuhn Capital Partners. He is a fiduciary. He's independent, 20 years in the business. Hey, Robert, what's going on?
0: How are you doing, Steve?
2: I'm doing well. That's the first time we've actually talked in the new year, so happy new year.
0: Happy new year to you. Yeah, it's the last couple of weeks into the end of last year. We're a little slow, and uh, hopefully everybody enjoyed their holiday, their Christmas, and... uh, it's still crazy huh
2: it's still crazy so, <laughs> so so we were talking just a bit before the show and yeah. and, and so how much how, is there more tension or is it just me
0: uh, well well yeah definitely more tension and and i think when you add you know the fact that you know if we look at what's going on financially you know stocks are all time highs housing prices are all time highs corporate bonds are at all time lows mortgage rates all time lows and, uh, you know, I guess the question is what could possibly go wrong?
2: <laughs> right? That sounds like the setup for a movie. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, man. I'll tell you. It's a, you know, yeah, no, we're seeing um, a lot, uh, especially the last uh, week um, and then into um, the the last weekend of the year, we are getting. Uh, our text uh, to KCP 474747 is shot through the roof. And, and, and I, people are concerned. They are just very concerned. And I think rightfully so. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just so much unknown and so much uncertainty um, that uh, people are asking a lot of good questions. I mean, I'm really pleased, Steve. I think we're doing a good job of educating them. A lot of people will listen. And uh, this weekend I got somebody who texts in, Hey, I listen to your show every week. Um, but you said one thing, and, and now all of a sudden, I wanted to text in. And so, you know, my only suggestion uh, to to that, or to, you know, to the listeners out there who, you know, listen all, uh, you know, to the show often, or you download it, uh, just text in. Text KCP to four seven four seven four seven. I think with all of the uncertainty, um, you know, now is the time. Uh, probably more so than at least you know the last handful of years. That uh, it's a good time to just have a conversation and, and really just simply get a checkup and, you know, quite f- quite frankly, make sure your portfolio can withstand, um, you know, some maybe some meaningful shocks that are going to be coming.
2: Well, I mean, uh, there are so many unknowns at this point. We do know the administration is taking over and, and we don't know what's going to happen first, but certainly there are some indications that things could change and they could change quickly.
0: And they could change drastically, and, and, and that's the unknown. Um, but again, investing you know, so many people invest uh, just, you know, rear view mirror investing is, is what we like to call it where, you know, they don't make change until they feel pain. And generally what makes somebody feel pain is losses. And then they start looking and, you know, maybe digesting or, you know, considering the fact that maybe I do need to, um, you know, reach out to somebody and what does that entail? And how long is it going to take? Is it free? Is it, you know, is it not free? Is it, you know, do I have to go into their office? And so we're trying to make things as simple as we can. We, we are seeing people, uh, as long as you're willing to wear a mask, we wear a mask, you know, we'll come into the office, but we're still doing uh, Zoom meetings or conference calls probably for, you know, 90, 95% of, uh, you know, introductory type meetings, Steve.
2: So for folks in that financial red zone, we call that the five, 10 years before retirement, what should they be doing differently today than perhaps they did over the last couple of years?
0: Well, that's a great question. We often talk about it. Um, You know, when we look at the markets, I mean, investing is different and and hopefully people realize just how different investing is when you are in kind of that red zone. You know, some people say it's five years. Some people say it's 10 years, either side of retirement. Um, You know, we like to say it's 10 years, you know, uh, either side of retirement, Mm -hmm. because a lot of times you just don't simply have, you know, losses when the markets go down, when you're still dollar cost averaging in. I don't think it's the way to invest is just, you know, ride the market up, ride the market down, but you can certainly do that. And uh, when you still are dollar cost averaging in, you know, the losses in in down periods aren't really that painful because you're still contributing at lower prices. But when you get close to retirement in that red zone or you are in retirement, all of a sudden losses are, are just, you know, they're magnified tenfold. And, you know, Carl Icahn, Steve,
2: yeah. I know the name. Certainly.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, you know, a legend in, in the investing business, uh, there was an article last week, Carl Icahn, uh, in an interview actually on CNBC, uh, Carl Icahn warns that the market rally could end in a painful correction and is hedging accordingly. So, you know, we're starting to see people who, you know, are pro growth pro market, you know, they want to maximize every penny that they can. They want to outperform the market drastically. Um, they're starting to come on TV and and do press and say that, you know what, listen, um, you know, something's different. And, you know, the markets are obviously where the markets are, but, um, you know, there's a, a high likelihood that we could see some sort of a meaningful correction. And what he said is he's hedging accordingly. I wonder how many individuals know their portfolio right now what portion or what, you know, allocation that they have is hedged against the market going down.
2: Ooh, how do we know that? How do we find that out?
0: Well, I mean, obviously, text KCP to 474747 and we'll certainly, you know, help you find that out. But I think 9.99% of individual investors under $5 million, um, they don't have any hedge in their portfolio, Steve, other than the market's going up. Okay. Yet, there's such a drastic difference between you know what individuals you know with with billions and billions of dollars do um, than you know somebody with you know a half million to you know a couple million dollars you know they just don't hedge their portfolio. In, in a case could be made that if you have billions and billions you could probably withstand some volatility, right? Sure. I mean because I mean, you know you've got their lifestyles not changing um so yeah we have to hedge a portfolio and, and i loved his his, uh, his quote in it he said in my day i've seen a lot of wild rallies with a lot of mispriced stocks but there was one thing that they all have in common eventually they hit a wall and go into a main, uh, major painful correction so you know if you're not going to look and protect now if not now when
2: Right. Well, you don't want to be, you know, taken by surprise. Like last year, all of a sudden, you know, this time in January last year, we were moderately concerned about maybe some kind of, uh, you know, flu thing, whatever. But boy, it turned into something so much more than that. And people were caught off guard when the market took that 30 percent drop.
0: Absolutely. And, and, and most people, um, unfortunately, you know, they wrote it all the way down. And uh, or they got out and then didn't get back in. And I mean, if you look at tech for you know 2020, you know tech was up 44 percent, consumer discretionary is up 30. Uh, I mean, you just had a wild ride in the market. And and it's you know again, I, I what I want to caution individuals against is I'm not pro market going up or pro market going down. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen. Nobody knows ultimately what's going to happen. But what I do know is that buy and hold is not a strategy and when people hear you know if you look at kind of the evolution of passive investing i mean the numbers are staggering in 2007 you had about four trillion dollars that uh you know total assets under management uh, that were just passive index investing and today or you know as of the end of last year it was about nine trillion dollars so I mean I think this is what has led investors to believe that the markets can only go up one way. And so, you know, they're just fully invested at all times and it's 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 a beautiful thing until it doesn't work anymore.
2: <laughs> until it doesn't work anymore and eventually that that becomes what happens.
0: Well, it does and and, and we have to make sure that inside of our portfolio, you know, you, you mentioned like this year for example, I mean the markets you know, we have so many buy and hold people out there that they just simply, you know, buy the market. And, and ultimately, we call it buying hope that it ultimately goes up. And, you know, Wall Street, you know, they love that because they're getting their fees no matter what. Right. They're mm-hmm. going to convince you how it's OK to lose money. But if you listen to the quarterly reports from a lot of the big brokerage firms, and if you just look at the line item of how much revenue is generated from trading, I mean, it's shocking. And and, and a lot of times that makes these firms quarters. And so I don't want – don't take away that, you know, I want you going out and day trading. I mean, I I don't think that that – that's a hard game to play. I mean, you know, some people are great at it. It's it's something that we just, you know, simply, you know, don't necessarily believe in. But that doesn't believe – that doesn't mean that we can't play offense and defense. And I'll give you an example for this year. Um, we have a, a money manager that we use for our growth and our ultra growth or ultra aggressive portfolio. Um, and again, it's it's mathematical. It's an algorithm. It's it's not emotional. Fifty five thousand lines of code perfected since the mid nineties. Uh, and again, past performance is not indicative of future results. But this year in two thousand and twenty, they finished the year up fifty five percent. And wow! And 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 now that was a mix of seventy percent growth, thirty percent ultra aggressive. Um, But why is that? It's, well, because if you have a mandate of capturing, like they do, 70% of the upside and missing 70% of the downside, that's not day trading. That's just trying to take off the table. The 0 to 10%, those types of corrections, that's just investing. But they've never fully participated based on um, their algorithms in a full down market and 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 that is what we're trying to bring to the average investor is giving them and putting them on the same side of the table as kind of the institutional in in the big pools of money that you know listen we're not going to try to call the market but when it gets really bad and based on math and and financial science we need to move to the sidelines to miss you know a full blown you know bear market um and then we can re-engage you know relatively quickly at lower prices with, you know, twenty percent of the money or forty percent of the money. Well, that's how all of a sudden in, in years like last year when the markets were up nicely and tech was up nicely, you know, the average investor could have made fifty five percent. And again, past performance means nothing going forward, but those strategies exist. And sure. so we're trying to say, you know, don't buy and hold. Let's put some real active management that's not gut feel. To work for you. So, for those people that want to do it, you know, text KCP to 474747 and we'll have a conversation.
2: That sounds fantastic. Folks, take advantage of this opportunity to sit down with Robert and and really put together a financial roadmap, dig in and see what works and see what doesn't for you. It starts with that text to KCP to 474747. You can also call us 800 270 9425. That's 800 270 Ninety-four you're going to sit down with robert you're going to map things out you're going to begin to put that plan together so if you're in that financial red zone five ten years before retirement maybe you're in retirement you just need that second opinion now's the time to text robert at kcp to 474747 or call us at 800 270 9425
0: insiders continue to shed their equity holdings in december how does it affect you does it affect you should you be concerned We'll explain more after the break.
2: Hey, we're back on Decoding Wall Street with Robert Kuhn. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Robert, of course, is a fiduciary, 20 or so years in the business. Well, 20-plus years in the business. Kuhn Capital Partners is where you find him. And, you know, you got my attention with that, Robert. And, And should we be concerned? I mean, that's... You're talking about a lot of moving pieces here.
0: I know. I think there's a lot of complacency in the markets. Um, uh, Record margin debt. I mean, think about that. Record margin
2: debt. What does that mean?
0: So, uh, on record, more people are borrowing money to buy stocks than ever in the past.
2: Is that a good idea?
0: Yeah, uh, I mean again, Steve, it works until it doesn't work, okay. right? Okay, <laughs>
2: all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs>
0: no, I I think no. I I mean obviously uh, for the average person we wouldn't, you know, we wouldn't recommend that, but no. I think what that what that does tell you is just the speculative nature of everything that's going on. And um a lot of the calls that, that we've been having here recently, Steve, is, you know, I've made X um you know over the last couple of years, how do I make sure I don't lose it? And I I just love having those conversations because what that type of an investor realizes is that the goal of investing is to compound growth. It's not to try to use growth to recoup portfolio losses. And as we talked about in the first segment, of, you know, with Carl Icahn and him coming out and doing, you know, his, his, his interview, which he does a lot. um, And and a guy like him, and he says he's appropriately hedged for his beliefs that we're going to see, you know, a lot of, you know, I don't know if it's carnage, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but potentially a lot of volatility. I want to ask every listener, what portion of your portfolio do you have today, that you know, won't lose money if the markets go down, or maybe could even make money, Um, irregardless of what what happens in the market. And that is a message I I just have to stress to individuals because strategies like that exist today. And I think when you look at, um, you know, portfolio construction, um, you know, we want to have a third to, you know, maybe 40% of our money that we know can't go down that is backed by, you know, a bank or an insurance company that's going to give us kind of, you know, acceptable growth but we know that that bucket of our money is safe and and then with the other portion of the money you know that's when we really try to you know uh to to really try to make some good gains but a lot of people are nervous um people are texting kcp to 474747 with a bunch of great questions
2: and so, uh, Robert, let me ask you this, and maybe this is just a basic question, but how important is it to to consolidate those accounts? I mean, again, a lot of us have had four, five, six, eight, ten jobs where, you know, maybe you've got four or five, you know, 401ks out there. How important is it to, to consolidate those and to maximize those?
0: I think it's it's, it's vital um, because, you know, most of our clients, you, you know, people will say a lot, Steve, you know, don't put all of your eggs in one basket, right? Mm-hmm. But just by working with one advisor, that doesn't mean all of your eggs in one basket. I mean, that's, you know, you're you're entrusting, you know, when you hire an advisor, you have to look at yourself as kind of a corporation. You know, you're the CEO, the chairman, and you want to have kind of a three-legged stool. You want to have, you know, a finance guy that is, you know, your CFO that's investing. You want to have a tax, you know, person. You want to have an accounting uh, or a, a, a legal type person for your wills and your trust, et cetera. And you know, when you have multiple accounts out there, do you know how much risk you're truly taking? If you're working with multiple advisors, you know, are they duplicating the risk to try to wow you with uh, performance? And uh, so I think when you have multiple accounts, if you have old 401ks, if you have, um, you know, just accounts kind of all spread over, do you really have a plan is ultimately, you know, what I'm trying to get at. And, Mm -hmm. And a lot of times the answer is no, because every, you know, portion of our portfolio is going to try to accomplish something different and that's when you know that you have a good portfolio is that you know you have some money that is going to do x no matter what happens in the market and you you have money that is you know protected in some form or fashion and then you have some money that is, you know, your kind of your growth money. And like we talked about, you know, earlier, um, you know, the the growth model that we use, 70% growth, 30%, you know, ultra aggressive uh, with a manager that that we have access to and we use for the kind of that sleeve um, was up 55% last year. And again, you know, performance, you know, past performance isn't indicative of future performance, but if you're just buying and holding, then why are you paying a fee? Right. So, you know, To me, that's, you know, if you're just going to buy and hold something, why are you working with an advisor? I mean, you can do that on your own. Save the fee. You know what the fees are compounded year over year. You're giving up a lot of your potential gains. So, yes, the long winded answer is if you have multiple accounts out there, do you really have a plan? And if not, um, or if you if that is you, let's talk about consolidation. Let's talk about, you know, putting, you know, financial science to work on your behalf and Let's really create and construct a portfolio that can weather the unknowns. Like we always say, a good portfolio, uh, we like to shock-proof them. We know a good portfolio stands strong when the markets don't. Um, now, you know, people have laughed at that, you know, statement probably for the last handful of years. But unfortunately, like we talk about often, you know, Wall Street doesn't ring a bell and say, hey, go protect. We're going to go down the next 20 to 30%. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um but if you just look at history of math, or not history of math, but if you just kind of look at history, people forget that just 20 years ago, 21 years ago, you know, in, 20, in, in 2000, 2001, and 2002, which a lot of people are kind of equating, you know, the current situation to, you know, whether it is or whether it's not, you know, it's more than just an hour radio show, but the markets are down 10, they were down 13, and then in 2002, they were down 23, So people think that you have to have like an 08 where from peak to trough, the markers are down 50 to see negative performance. I'm more worried about, you know, single digit to mid double digit down years, subsequent years in a row. And and if you're in that red zone, you know, you're going to be controlled by it. Well, let's actually take advantage of it. So those are the people I think that are texting kCP to four seven four seven four seven so yes consolidation is good how's that
2: I, I like it and uh, so <laughs> one of the things you were talking about there and, and when you do that you say you've got you know money in this account or money in yeah. you know in at risk and then like really yeah. at risk but the, the, what people I think need to understand is the plan that you'll put together money that you need over now over let's say the next two three years that money is safe right that's not going anywhere we're talking <laughs> about being you know risking Money that you don't need for 10 years.
0: Well, yeah. And I, and I think that's just it. Is It, it all to, to, um, comes down to, you know, what do you expect? I mean, if you just want like 2 to 6% you know, annualized, you can do that almost. You know, there are strategies out there that you could do that with no risk in the market mm-hmm. and no possibility of, you know, protection or of principal loss. You know, his, generally speaking, looking back and, you know, historically speaking, as far as performance. But and there's a lot of people that are OK with that. And, and, and those are good enough returns ultimately to meet their goals and objectives. And you think about it, Steve, how reassuring would it be to not have to worry about any of this craziness right now?
2: Oh, my gosh. Yes. Would <laughs> I want to sleep well at night. Yes. Yes.
0: I mean, I, I have you know so many people that are you know texting KCP to four seven four seven four seven that they're kind of in that five hundred to a million and a half dollar kind of you know nest egg, which they've done very very well saving. They know re, uh, retirement is coming up, and they're scared. and And I think a lot of the conventional wisdom by many financial advisors is, well, you just do a nice asset allocated portfolio. And you just ultimately know that historically speaking, the markets are going to average, you know, seven, eight, nine percent. And and while that's true, that's based on you know hundred years worth of data. In a hundred years worth of market data, when you have a finite period where you can't lose money in that retirement red zone, that's just a gamble that you know I probably wouldn't want to play. And you know, I I often talk about. You know, because there are strategies, you know, that that can guarantee principle, guarantee that you won't lose a penny. So, you know, there's a ton of peace of mind there. Right. And on the growth side, you know, they historically kind of, you know, average two to you know, six, two to seven percent. And I and I kind of diminish those types of strategies at times because, you know, two to seven is good. Well, I mean, tech was up 44 percent last year. So, you know, it, it's a heck of an underperformance. Right. But what is that peace of mind worth? I mean, to me, that that, you know, sometimes that's lost upon me because there's craziness in the world today. I mean, you know that. Just turn on the news. Just turn on the news. Right. And we're at historical valuations and everybody's saying, well, the markets can continue to go up and get rich or, you know, get more expensive. And that's very, very true. But, you know, if everything reverts back to the mean, which is you know generally how you obviously how you get averages. um, Well, what if we saw a 30 percent correction? You know, in in that at the wrong time, that can be catastrophic to 40 to 50 years worth of, you know, diligent planning. And you have an advisor that just simply says, well, you know, on average markets will do X. It's just like, I mean, I, I go crazy when I hear that kind of stuff.
2: Right. Well, and again, but that's where, you know, you have the ability of taking the emotion out of things. And that's so important because I think from a money standpoint, we get pretty
1: emotional about it.
0: Of course, who wouldn't? I get emotional about, about my money. I mean, you know, I joke about it all the time. I mean, the only people who don't get emotional about losing or tell you not to get emotional about losing money are people that are managing other people's money. I mean, <laughs> well, come yeah. on, you know, and, and it just comes back to the simple fact that, you know, if you don't, if you're paying for something that you could get on your own, which 99% of these listeners are, which is just a basic asset allocation portfolio that's going to ride the market up and down and you're going to do no better, no worse than whatever the indices do minus the fee. It's like, why? That's not investing. And with the evolution of technology, it's become profitable for big firms that you generally don't have access to get to. Um, now you can get to them. So. If you want to learn more, text KCP to 474747, and we'll certainly start that conversation.
2: And now's the time to make that call or make that text. It's KCP to 474747. The phone number is 800-270-9425. If you've never sat down with with an advisor and began to put together a plan, this is the time. Now is the time. Don't procrastinate any longer. It's 800-270-9425, or just text KCP to 474747. Robert, and the team are there for you they can they can make things pretty easy to understand and uh, really give you an opportunity to put together a plan that is unique to you that's really what it's all about 800-270-9425 or just text kcp to 474747
0: there's no question the market is continuing to show its volatility and could mean it's time to rebalance your 401k or ira we'll tell you why and offer some tips on the how and when when we come right back
2: i Decoding Wall Street with Robert Kuhn. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Uh, Robert at Kuhn Capital Partners, managing partner. Um, and uh, we're having a great conversation today. I like what we're getting into here when, when you talk about, you know, right now, especially when everything seems to be in flux, you know, with the administration changing and the market doing what the market does. So, I mean, when you talk about rebalancing, when you talk about um, asset allocation, this is when it becomes really critical, isn't it?
0: It is Lizanne Saunders, uh, Charles Schwab. She had a great uh, piece out, uh, tweet last week. Financial conditions are now the easiest on record from uh, its Goldman Sachs Financial Condi- Conditions Index, um, and and again, it's just you know I think the market is priced to perfection, and and you know we talk a lot about. Obviously, managing money, we talk about a lot about not losing money. I mean, that's we probably focus on that more than anything, um, because I hear a lot of people want that, but they don't have that. They talk about that they want that, but their portfolio is totally different than um, actually having, you know, strategies in place that can actually do well or preserve principle when the markets don't. Investing is easy it's really simple. If you don't lose money, then you're using gains to actually compound your growth and compound your money. Um, Rather than my fear is that, you know, we see a correction and then ultimately people, you know, just kind of bury their head in the sand and they say, well, you know, there's nothing we can do. And that that is factually 100% wrong. Um, you, You can, you know, hedge, you can take, um, be um, you know, you you can make sure that before something happens, you can at least know what kind of best and worst case scenario is. And you can construct a portfolio that can, we think, can weather uh, whatever whatever the markets have to throw at us. And and ultimately that is, especially when it comes to the IRA and 401k, Steve. We're talking to a lot of people that a lot of their money is tied up in their 401k and, and they just don't know how to protect inside of a 401k.
2: Well, you know, one of the th- it's interesting, you mentioned 401k, and, you know, I left a fairly big company, and I had a 401k, and when I, then I transferred it into an IRA, and I got zero help with, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it's like, I, I, I didn't even know what they were doing.
0: Sure, and, and there's a market out there, right? I mean, yeah. just turn, on, turn on TV, and, you know, Fidelity talks about that all the time with their, you know, with their green um, arrow and, and, and moving it, and, I mean, there's yeah. a huge market out there for... Uh, 401k rollovers. And if you know, 401ks are great. Um, They're phenomenal. Um, You know, we love the Roth 401k. Mm -hmm. You know, we are often asked how much money should we contribute to 401k. And our question is is, as obviously as much as you can, but at a minimum, try to contribute to at least whatever the company is going to match. But there's very limited um, investments or or strategies inside of a 401k to uh, protect on the downside. And let's face it, 99% of the people, they're not financially astute when it really comes to investing. That's just not their goal. I mean, it's not right. their job. I mean, no. They're good at what they do. But yet, you know, 60, 70, 80% of someone's net worth is tied up inside of, you know, their 401k and they're just not getting any help on it. So, you know, if, if you own a 401k and you have, you know, what you consider to be a meaningful amount of money in it, and you want some help um, on it or you want to see if there's, you know, any way that 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 we could help on the 401k because there are strategies, certain companies um, and, and, and it's a lot. I don't know if the percentage is, 70, 80 or 90 percent, but many of the companies today uh, have a self-directed option. Uh, inside of their 401k because a 401k generally has five to you know 12 to 13 different options and they limit it because ultimately you know the company is is, you know could be responsible because there has to be a fiduciary on that account Um, but a lot of the companies today steve have uh, self-directed options and if there is a self-directed option chances are you don't know about it Um, so text kcp to 474747 and we'll find out if there is and if there is then we can really bring in some, you know, some managers that, that you know, own that space and, and kind of share that same philosophy that we do of, you know, we want to, you know, protect when, when there's risk and, and, and kind of, you know, uh, let the horses run when, when there's obviously opportunity. Inside of a 401k, that is so key because you just don't want to ride that thing up and down.
2: Well, no, of course not. And with the 401K, you know, my experience was, uh, okay, even when they shifted into an IRA, well, we're going to put you in the target date fund. You don't need to worry about a thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, my youngest is eight years old. And and, and I guess, you know, for, for her, that might be a strategy. Um, you know, at 46, like I am, that's certainly not a strategy. Anybody in their 50s or 60s, it's not a strategy. Right. Uh, and, and again, Wall Street wants to convince you that you can't play offense and defense. And, you know, and a lot of people can't because gut feel, Steve, is generally it's right one, two, or three times. But on the fourth time, you can get back all, you know, the previous gains from the, you know, the three previous times that you were right. Um, and and we don't invest that way. I mean, we, you know, when we look at kind of the money that we or, you know, actively managing uh, inside of the market. I mean, we've, we've partnered with a manager that you can't, you know, go direct to, um, that they have, you know, since, you know, the mid-90s um, have, have perfected a mathematical algorithm that has 55,000 lines of code that, you know, it, it gives them, you know, an idea over time um, that they've, you know, crafted and perfected it of, you know, basically risk on, risk off. And it's not 100% in, 100% out, it's, you know, again, if, if, if there's risk, why not raise a little cash? I mean, so then if the markets, you know, become on sale, well, we got some money to put to work, you know, and, and vice versa. And, uh, but yet, you know, 90% of the listeners, or it's probably 100% of the listeners or 99.9% of the listeners, you know, they're fully invested all time. So when the markets go down and things are actually on sale, they, they don't have money to take advantage of it. And especially inside of their 401k. So, you know, those are the things that, you know, we haven't had to necessarily worry about uh, for the last 11 years because you know the markets have gone vertical but again uh, you know mr. Market Mrs. Market they don't ring a bell saying hey we're going to correct 20 25 percent uh, it's coming it, it, it's just when so why not be proactive and you're not you know giving up gains uh, necessarily um, we're just you know putting some some financial as we call it financial science in place that uh, we just let the markets tell us, you know, should we be bullish, should we be bearish, and uh, act accordingly. So, yeah, those are the people that are texting 474747 uh, to KCP, and, uh, you know, we're sharing and educating them, you know, what their options are.
2: I think you said something important about being proactive rather than reactive, because that's what you don't want to me. I don't want that in an advisor. I I want to be proactive, and I want tactical management.
0: I would think so. But again, think about it, Steve. I mean, you and I live and breathe this, right? right? This is all we do. So, you know, the act of picking up the phone and reaching out to someone about something you, you know, generally speaking, don't know a whole lot about, I guess it could be intimidating. Now, you and I do it because it's second nature. That's just what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, yeah, I want listeners to recognize that you have 100000 You know what? That's great. And it's a lot of money uh, to you. And it's a lot of money in general. But you know we're here to help you. I mean, you have five or six million, fantastic. You know we're to, here to help you as well. So you can't let money determine. You know should I reach out to somebody or should I not reach out to somebody? Um, it, it is somewhat intimidating, and, and that's why you know we did the text code uh, text KCP to four seven four seven four seven. Rather than we still have people call us, and, th- and that's fantastic. Uh, but we wanted to make it easy. You know, uh, you know, not have it be, uh, you know, overbearing to where you just text KCP to 474747. We're going to reach back out to you. And, and if you want to continue the conversation and if you just want to ask any questions, you know, we're here to do it. We had a, a gentleman text, uh, uh, I think it was, because he didn't even give me his name. Um, but uh, he texted actually, my personal cell phones, which is weird how he got that, but that's not a big deal at all either. Uh, but he says, I listen to your show every week. And I live 100% off dividends and here's what it is. And what am I missing or what am I doing wrong? I just absolutely love that. I love the fact that he took the initiative, um, you know, to, uh, to before something potentially bad happens, to really just kind of get a check. Am I missing something? And I gave him the answer from my point of view. And, and, and I don't want to say anybody's doing anything wrong. I just want you to recognize here are kind of some of the things that I see that you know you may not see that you want to consider. Um, so yeah, it's uh, we and, love the we love the interaction.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And and again, the, the, the consultation that you're talking about. If folks text KCP to four seven four seven four seven again. Th- you make things so easy, Robert, that it, it just, you know, it's not intimidating. You certainly are not intimidating. You know, you're really smart and you know what you're doing, but you really care and you really want to help folks.
0: Well, that's just it. And, and, and yes, we're laid back and, and we're not pushy and, and, but, but we're very serious about, you know, putting, you know, strategies in place that can, A, you know, potentially remove, you know, the opportunity, the possibility for loss or B, if it's, you know, actively managed in the investment advisory side of the business. um, Yeah, we want to make sure that, you know, the strategies that we bring to the table, that you're just not paying us to ride the market up and down. And and if there's one thing that I hear over and over and over again from people who text us is my portfolio goes up with the market, down with the market. I recognize now we're up, but I don't want to give these gains back. And people think that that's, you know, the only way to invest. And it's not. You know, I mean, you you know, computers drive the market today, in our opinion, and they see things that we don't see. And And so, if you can, you know, go in with the philosophy of, you know, capturing 70% of the up and missing 70% of the down, that's how you're going to compound money. And uh, you're going to, you know, you're going to actually take advantage of the volatility, you know, rather than being controlled by it. So, those are the people that are texting KCP to 474747. And yeah, we're, we're having, conversations and we love it
2: and now's the opportunity now's the time to, to give Robert a call or give him a text and and sit down and take advantage of that no cost no obligation meeting find out where you are find out how you might get to where you need to be and there's a number of reports that are available depending on what you're looking for there's a tax mitigation report there's risk calibration audit there's a financial advisor audit that's one that's going to dig in and see those hidden fees there's an income maximization report that's available there's a social security maximization report all of those uh, you know are options for you to talk about with when you sit down with robert and the team 800-270-9425 that's 800-270-9425 although lots of folks are doing just this texting kcp to 474747 that's kcp to 474747
0: if the current rocket ride in the market is causing you to rethink your investment choices perhaps it's time to rebalance Let's take a look at some of the reasons why and how to accomplish it.
2: Hey, we're back on Decoding Wall Street with Robert Kuhn. I'm consumer advocate Steve Sadal. Uh, Robert, uh, managing partner, Kuhn Capital Partners, having a great conversation today. Wow, things are going by so quickly. And I like what you're talking about here. And, yes, a rocket ride, perhaps roller coaster, whatever it might be, it's certainly we're certainly living it out. And uh, when you talk about, um, you know, rebalancing, when you talk about uh, asset allocation, these are all things that we really do need to know and understand when it comes to our money.
0: Absolutely, I mean, it, it's very basic stuff, um, but yet, um, you know, it kind of, you know, when we, we talk about rebalancing and, and rebalancing, I think one of the problems, Steve, with a lot of the advice that the individual gets is they, um, you know, sit down or they do it online and, and basically you create a risk tolerance, uh, you cr- complete a risk tolerance questionnaire, all right? And, mm-hmm. and then it gives you you know, whatever type of investor you are. I still don't know what a moderate conservative investor means versus a growth investor say, what does or an aggressive growth investor. But anyways, they'll come back, they'll come up with an asset allocation, you know, 70, 30, 60, 40, et cetera. And then what rebalancing does is ultimately it will always rebalance back to, you know, whatever that initial allocation was. And and I guess some rebalancing is good, um, but think about this for, for a second. You, what you're basically saying is that, the exact risk reward, the exact economic situation where we're at in the world is the exact same as whenever I completed that risk tolerance questionnaire. I mean, it, it's, you know, we would rather look at risk management, asset allocation, um, uh, rebalancing, have it be much more dynamic. And, you know, it's it's crazy to me that based on my age, um, you know, let's say, you know, people in their 30s or 40s will basically you know, the, the conventional wisdom is, well, they should be more aggressive, right? Because they have time. And the older you are, well, they should be more conservative uh, because, you know, they have less time. I mean, why should somebody in their 60s make less money um, than somebody in their 40s? I, I never quite understood that. Or why should somebody in their 40s or 50s lose more than what you know, somebody in their sixties or seventies, um, you know, is is should you know gain or lose. The thought process to me is, if there's risk, whether you're eight years old like my youngest daughter or you're 85 years old uh, like my grandmother, shouldn't we protect? Shouldn't we, you know, make sure that we're you know not as exposed to our assets going down, mm-hmm. and then vice versa. I mean, if somebody, you know, if, if we see a big correction you know, why shouldn't I make as much money as possible? Why, do, why is my age defining, you know, how much I can make? And so, you know, we're seeing a lot of, 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 unfortunately, you know, it's just very basic, you know, risk management, rebalancing. And, and we just don't think that it's done by a calendar. We think it's simply done by what's going on in the market. And and those strategies exist, but you have to dive deeper um, than just, you know, you know, stocks and and bonds and, and, and cash. Uh, and again, It's it's, those meetings take a meeting or two in Wall Street or advisors. They like you to meet, become a client. You know, that's just not how we operate.
2: Right. Well, I mean, as we look at this rebalancing, isn't is it is it fair to say it's a it's a way of looking at at, uh, you know, buying low and selling high?
0: I mean, can be. I mean, sure. It certainly I mean, it it certainly can be. I think, you know, when you look at um, rebalancing back to a target mix a mix of investments, it certainly helps you manage your risk inside of your portfolio. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I'm not here to say that rebalancing is bad. I just think there's a better way to do it than just a stagnant, you know, where was I when I sat in your office, you know, two years ago, um, you know, when the markets have just simply gone through the moon because I promise you, if we see a 20 to 30 to 40% correction, People are going to answer that questionnaire a whole lot different than than what you know when the markets are just basically going vertical.
2: Sure. Well, that's what you're saying is that it shouldn't be a calendar thing, and, and I no. think a lot of folks believe that it should be. Well, I'm going to every October, I'm going to look at this, and, and I'm not going to look at it until then, and I'm not going to look at it again until it comes around again.
0: I mean, it all works until it doesn't. Right. And, and, exactly. And, and that's and that's you know we want to talk about the the doesn't part. And, um, you know, we want to make sure that we have a strategy in place that can handle, you know, when the markets don't work. And, you know, those are the people that are texting KCP to 474747. Uh, They're texting because they're not confident. They're not 100% confident that their portfolio is constructed. And again, it doesn't matter if you have, you know, 100,000 or if you have 10 million. Um, You know, if you're not convinced that your portfolio can handle a potential meaningful shock, um, you know, we want you to text in and, and we want to share ideas with you that there are strategies that, um, that can, because investing isn't created equal. I mean, as much as, uh, we won't go down the, the pol- political part, but I mean, it, it's not, I mean, it, it's not all investors are the same. Not all investment strategies are the same. Not all money managers are the same. Um, we want to bring to the table, something that utilizes, you know, mathematics, financial science, not gut feel. Because uh, gut feel works until it doesn't. We want something that is, is is statistically based and that can play offense and can play defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's when you have a good portfolio. And unfortunately, most listeners, Steve, uh, they're all offense all the time.
2: So, when I maybe this isn't a fair question, but what's the difference between rebalancing and asset allocation, or is there a difference?
0: Well, there's a big difference. I mean, rebalancing is, you know, generally comes after the asset allocation. Okay, And and then then it takes you back to, you know, you rebalance back to your original, you know, asset allocation. But again, the average investment advisor is going to do nothing more than, you know, ask you a, a bunch of questions and then give you a breakdown between stocks and bonds. Well, here's the problem with that. You know, you're not diversified in any way because you only own two things, stocks and bonds. And generally when you know, there's craziness, you know, everything moves, you know, more times than not in the same direction. So, you know, it, and I guess it comes back to the fact that if that's what you want, why are you paying somebody for that? Because with the evolution of technology today, you can go to Vanguard, you can go to Fidelity, you can do any of those things online. And if you just want to ride the market up and down, and you're content with that, and you think that's the best way to acquire wealth, don't pay a fee. Now, I'm going to tell you that that's not the way that you should be managed in your money because it's a very dangerous game to play at, you know, these valuations. I mean, when you look at, you know, starting where we're at today, um, you know, 10 years out, historically the market's flat to down. And I guess it could be different this time, but um, it's hard to, you know, base a plan on, you know, it is different this time. Uh, generally, those don't end well. So, you know, we want to be very dynamic. And, um, you know, we if you're not... We want to just give our investors the best chance to succeed no matter what happens in the market because that's the only thing we can control.
2: How are you feeling about 2021 in general? I mean, just from a, just overall?
0: Well, I mean, you know, gut feel. And like I tell my clients and in, in those that text KCP to 474747, we've heard a lot of people um, that have um, uh, sat out this rally just because the market had to go down. And that's what my gut says, too. I mean, it's it just, you know, but again, the market doesn't the market does what the market wants no matter right. what. Yep. And, um, you know, so my gut feel <laughs> here we go. My gut feel. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I think we're going higher. I think um, I, I think that with the uh, interest rates where they're at with the, the free money that's out there, I think, you know, the market might go higher. But I want to make sure that I have a plan in place so that I can be immediately reactive that if the markets go against us and again, you know, 10% corrections that happens. I mean, you know, if you're, we don't try to get that granular because that's just investing. I mean, you're going to, you know, but what we want to make sure is we have a plan in place that we can remove the big bear markets from the table, you know, the 15s, the 20s, the 25%, you know, the 30%. And those are the strategies that, and, and though, that we want to, you know, bring to clients that they just can't access directly. So I think the market's going higher, but again, you know, ask me next week. And, and with, <laughs> with, uh, well, I mean, I know we laugh about that a lot, and I do too, Steve. But I mean, look at what's going on in this world, man. I know, I mean, it's, I know. it's craziness.
2: It does seem to be craziness, and, and I know even with a new administration, nothing happens overnight. But you know, policy changes happen over know. time.
0: I would have thought the same, but I mean, good gosh, I didn't know we got to be careful to go down that political path. Right, but I'm I mean, not going there, but I yeah. Mean, <laughs> you've got a lot of things that are changing. And, and uh, the market, here's what I do know. It's expensive. It can get more expensive, but there is a lot of risk. And there's a tremendous amount of risk if you're within 10 years from retirement. So now is the time to make sure that you have something constructed that – if the markets go down 30 or 40 percent well maybe you only go down five six seven eight nine ten so you're actually using those you know those gains to actually you know grow back your money just not trying to get back to where you once were
2: that really makes so much sense and folks this is a great time to to be able to get in touch with robert and and have the conversation and, and you say this all the time robert it's it's just all about having that conversation it, it just is, it starts right there
0: yeah i love it and, and and we have i mean it's what we do it's what we're passionate about and and, and I think people like the fact that we're not going to tell them what they're doing is wrong. We're just going to point out things that we see as a professional. And if you, we end up working together, fantastic. If we don't, you're going to walk away certainly more educated than, than, than you were before we started our conversation. Sure.
2: And I, I love that passion that you have, too, about the, the teaching aspect of it, the education part of it. That's such an important aspect that is sometimes, I think, often overlooked,
0: Oh, I think it's it's more times than not overlooked. I mean, financial advisors are very prideful people. That you're just going to do, you know, what we say and and kind of how we say it, and 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 we what we want to do is is really educate on why we're doing it, and um, you know, people get that, and I okay. love it.
2: All right. Well, folks, here it is. This is the last opportunity today to, to go ahead and text Robert at KCP to 474747 or call him at 800-270-9425. But I'll tell you what, that text KCP to 474747, that goes straight to Robert. He'd love to hear from you today. And again, take advantage of this. No cost, no obligation consultation. It's a chance to to really just, as we just said, have that conversation. And if you've never done it before, there's no time like the present. Don't procrastinate, make that phone call or make that text to KCP to 474747 or call us at 800-270-9425. Well, I tell you what, Robert, this is my favorite hour of the week. I love our conversations.
0: I love it. I appreciate you, Steve, and uh, hopefully listeners. It seems like they're getting something out of it, and uh, that you know makes me feel really, really good.
2: And again, folks, we really appreciate you listening. Thank you for that. And we are going to be back again next week with new topics and new questions and a whole lot more right here on Decoding Wall Street with Robert Koo.